Are you struggling with all of the messages about Mother's Day and how wonderful it will be to honor mothers, but you're not even sure what motherhood means after you've lost your baby? There's no harder holiday to cope with for moms of stillborn babies than on Mother's Day. That's why I'm hosting a free support session called Coffee and Comfort on Sunday, May 12th at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll get together for an hour before the day gets started and talk about the guilt and what-ifs that so often come after this type of loss. And I'll help you create a plan for the day that honors both you and your baby. The best part is we'll gather together with other lost moms who really get exactly how you're feeling so you won't feel alone. Together, we'll navigate Mother's Day and learn how to get through this tough holiday with ease. Save your seat at jennifersend.com slash coffee or click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. There's different things that come up for you around Mother's Day. So honor it. Listen to your body. Listen to your heart and honor that. I want you to remember that setting boundaries is really a way of taking care of yourself during a really difficult time. It's not selfish when you put your own needs first. I'm Jennifer Sen, a certified life coach, married mama of two sons, twin angel babies, and a rainbow baby. And this is the Navigating Baby Loss podcast. I'm on a mission to help stop the isolation, shame, and lack of self-confidence that often comes with stillbirth loss and to show you that you still deserve to live the life you've dreamed of. Pull up a cozy seat, pour a cup of coffee, and prepare to hang out with a caring friend who's been through it and can show you the way. This is episode number 44 of the Navigating Baby Loss podcast, and today it's just me. I'm your host, Jennifer Sen, and and I am here all by myself. I want to talk to you all about Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up very soon, and it is such a hard time for women who've lost their babies. There's becoming more sensitivity to it. And I have actually gotten a couple of emails in the in my inbox recently that allowed you to opt out if if the Mother's Day messages were insensitive to you. And I was working with a client this afternoon, and what I realized is that Mother's Day, it's one of those really, really hard holidays. And I don't even know where it got started. I think I heard once that it was from a greeting card company that created it. But Mother's Day is really, really hard because it seems like you celebrate the oldest living mother in your family, right? So the oldest living mother might be your grandmother or your mother, or maybe it's you. Maybe under certain circumstances, it's you. So that is usually who gets celebrated on Mother's Day. And if you are the oldest living mother, then that means that you have lost your mother. And it's really hard to celebrate that. It's It seems very bittersweet to celebrate your mother when they're not here. And conversely, I think it's also hard to be be celebrated when one of your children is missing. So I thought it would be a really great time to talk about some of the things that I know are really important to think about, know about, be conscious of as we're going into basically the whole month of May. 
I think the whole month of May is really hard because there are so many Mother's Day messages. And then usually wherever you are, the weather is starting to get nicer, you're changing seasons. And I don't know about you, but anytime there is a change of seasons, whether it's in the weather or in life, it it really causes you to stop and think. So I wanted to talk to you about two things today. One is I'm going to give you some coping strategies that can help you cope with all the Mother's Day messages that are coming your way. And then another thing I want to talk to you about is setting some boundaries. I think it's something that's really important to do. And it's something that women don't do enough of, but especially if you are grieving. It needs to be something that you you need to be more comfortable with doing. So the first thing that I think you can do to cope with all of the Mother's Day messaging is take a break from social media. Now, I realize as I say that, that I am really on social media right now, especially right now, because I, I've created a four-week coaching program that... I am so excited about. It's going to be a group program. It's online on Zoom. It's ridiculously low price. It's $37 for four weeks of coming together. I'm going to talk about four main topics that lost mothers have to deal with right now, which is going to be really about making peace with your guilt relationship rescue, taming your triggers, and dealing with jealousy. Each week is going to be a new theme. And there, I just want it to be a time for us to come together, focus on some of these things. I'm going to give you some tools to walk away with. And I want us to share stories with each other and build that community so that you know that you are not alone. So while I'm saying all this, I realize that I really am on social media right now. If social media is something that's triggering you and all of the Mother's Day messages are triggering you and it feels overwhelming and and the jealousy starts to come up and the tiredness of seeing everybody else's happy lives while you're still grieving or there's something really missing from you, just go ahead and take a break. And you know what's even better than that is unfollowing some of the accounts that are especially triggering or some of the people, you know, those people. It's okay to unfollow or snooze. I I actually do. I like to snooze someone for 30 days, once or twice before I decide if I'm going to actually unfollow them. But if you're finding that these same messages come up over and over and over, it is okay to clean out your whole system, to clean out your social media feed. The second thing that I think is important is creating a self-care plan. Like I said, the weather's likely to be getting nicer where you live. I know it is where I live, finally, although we had snow today. Hopefully that was the last time. But develop develop a self-care plan. And think of stuff that you like to do that brings you comfort. Can you get outside and get some fresh air? Can you go for a walk on sunny days? Can you just do something different? Get outside. 
and take a bath or maybe pick up an, an old hobby that you used to have before you were pregnant. Maybe do something like that that feels really creative and good and just it's a change of pace for you. I think that in itself is self-care. Everyone thinks of self-care as massages and pedicures and and it's not. It really isn't. It can be just taking a nap or reading a book, just doing something that you enjoy doing. That is self-care. I have a whole day planned in front of the television on Sunday and Monday as I'm watching the coronation this weekend. So I'm super excited about that. And to me, that feels like self-care that feels very luxurious and just out of the, out of the ordinary, but something that I really enjoy and can kind of lose myself in. So I would love for you to think of something like that to do this month. What can you do this month that feels like a treat to you and something out of the normal? The third thing is talking to someone. It's so important to share your experience with someone. I think, and if you can, and even better, sharing it with someone who's been there, someone who knows what you're going through, someone who can understand the things that you're talking about. And I realize so many times the people that are in our lives don't understand that. And it's, we feel like maybe they're judging us or maybe they are judging us. Maybe they do make comments about how we're grieving or how long it's taking to get over this. And I really think there is so, so much value in finding someone else who's been through this, which is why I'm really excited about my group coaching. I think it will be such a great time for people to come together, for parents to share their stories, share their feelings, and just know that there are other people in that room who can understand the similar things that they're feeling. Find a way to honor your child's memory on Mother's Day. You are a mother. It doesn't matter how long your baby lived. You're a mother. So think of a way to remember your baby on Mother's Day if you feel like celebrating it. Maybe it's a candle. Maybe you plant a special flower in a garden. Maybe it's a tree. Maybe it's just something I'm purchasing an item that makes you think of them when you see it. Whatever it is, if that is something that honors your motherhood, I think it's a really, it's a great thing for you to do because the minute you became pregnant, you became a mother and no one can ever take that away from you. And the last strategy that will help you cope is practicing mindfulness. If you don't know what mindfulness is, it's something that can help you quiet that that chatter that goes around in your head. You know, the chatter that tells you that you're to blame or that your life will never be the same or that your life can never be happy, that you shouldn't be laughing, you shouldn't have fun. All of those things are mindfulness. But I want you to take that chatter and find ways to turn it around turn those words around, make them more positive, do some deep breathing, do some visualization, maybe throw in a meditation off of YouTube, 
just something to notice the thoughts that you're having and think about them in a different way. Notice the thoughts that you're having and ask yourself, are these even true? Is this real that I'm thinking this? And why, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I blaming myself? Why am I angry with my body? Why am I angry with my partner? Because he obviously is grieving in a whole different way. So take notice of your mindfulness and think of activities, do some activities that help you stay calm and present when things get hard, when someone says something they shouldn't. What are the strategies that you can use that work for you to get back to feeling strong and confident and calming again? So the next thing I want to talk to you about is setting some boundaries. This is such a really strange topic for me because I, for years, was very happy to let people walk all over me. I remember Mother's Day after my twins died. It was about six or seven months after my twins died when it was Mother's Day. And here we are. And I was a mother. I already was a mother to two boys before even my twins were born and I lost them. So I was already a mother. I have a mother. I even had a grandmother at that point. So like I said in the beginning, Mother's Day is really about celebrating the oldest living mother. And yet I was, I really was not in a mindset to be celebrating Mother's Day that right then. I, I wanted to celebrate my mother and my grandmother and my mother-in-law, of course, and, and my husband's grandparents. I mean, we're so blessed to have a lot of wonderful women in our family. But the last thing in the whole world I wanted to do was celebrate motherhood. Even though I was thankful for m- my boys, and I just, I felt so much guilt about that. I felt so much guilt that I didn't want to celebrate motherhood, Mother's Day, and my husband could not understand it. I know he thought I was being selfish because I did not want to attend anything that had to do with Mother's Day. I felt very ungrateful because I had two boys and I had mothers and grandmothers who wanted me to celebrate with them but I just couldn't. But in my people-pleasing way, I did. I did what they wanted me to do. And I really suffered. It was really hard. And I felt like my feelings weren't valid. Like no one really took my feelings into consideration because seven months ago, I lost a part of my future. So I want to tell you, so I am here to tell you, that it's okay to be clear about your needs. It is okay for you to ask for what you need from others right now. Communicate them. Set boundaries. If you don't want to go, don't go. If you want to do something totally different because it's Mother's Day and you are a mother, as we know, be okay with saying that. Be okay with being firm in your position and how you feel because no one else knows how you feel and everyone will try to 
tell you that they understand or that they think they understand, but they don't unless they've been through it. And more than likely the people in your life haven't. And in their defense, they want you to be who you used to be, but you're not. So it's okay to set those boundaries and stick to them. Say no when you, when you need to. Don't feel obligated to attend events or gatherings. If you're not comfortable, don't go. It's okay. Saying no is a way of taking care of yourself and really honoring your grief. You are in a season of grief, more than likely, and whether it's been a long time or if it's very recent, there's different things that come up for you around Mother's Day. So honor it. Listen to your body. Listen to your heart and honor that. I want you to remember that setting boundaries is really a way of taking care of yourself during a really difficult time. It's not selfish when you put your own needs first. It's necessary. And you are responsible to communicate your boundaries in a way that helps other people to understand it, but also in a way that you're not looking for permission from them to do it. So I I just want to end this by saying that I'm wishing you peace on Mother's Day and whatever that looks like for you, whether you are celebrating or whether you are treating it like just another day, either way is perfectly fine. As long as it's a way that feels good for you. And I would love to invite you to join me in my Navigating Mother's Day series begins May 10th at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And it's going to be about 45 minutes. We're going to tackle different topics. Each week is a new topic. And I'm going to offer you some really great advice and coping strategies to get through this month, feeling like you can pass through this springtime season and start feeling just a little bit better. And I really hope that we can just build some great community around it too. I really want people to know that they're not alone and that they have other people who do understand what they're thinking and how they're feeling. Because so many times those other people are not in our family. And Unfortunately, those are the people that we are leaning on most of the time. So I want to offer a safe and supportive space for mothers to share their experiences and connect with others who have gone through through similar struggles and give you some new tools. So I will put the link in the show notes to the program. It's only $37 for the whole thing. There is a bonus. Um, there is a bonus that is unlimited chat coaching, which is literally like having a coach in your pocket. You can chat or voicemail me anytime with any questions that you have, and I will help you. I will answer you. We can text, we can voicemail, whatever it needs to be in order for you to really start gaining some ground, getting some clarity on what it is that you need to heal. And so that bonus is 
also, um, it's $47 extra. It's normally $97, so you're saving $50 if you choose to upgrade to that. But if not, it's just $37 for the four weeks. And I really know that you will come out of this program feeling like you've got some really good tools in your back pocket. Really good things that you can start noticing when the jealousy comes up, when your guilt comes up, when you're angry with your partner, when things are triggering you or people are triggering you, that you are able to stop it in its tracks and turn those thoughts around so that so it just doesn't feel so bad. So I'm signing off. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I just want you to know that I am right here for you as you are navigating your baby loss. I sincerely hope this episode was helpful. And if you would like to help other parents who are suffering their own stillborn loss, a great way to do that is to hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, because that is the quickest way that this podcast will show up for them to find it. They and I would be so very grateful for a minute of your time. New episodes are released every week on Thursdays, and you can access all the show notes, links to this episode, and info on how to contact me on my website at jennifersend.com slash podcast. And while you're there, grab some free, helpful resources. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and healing. 